And it's time for business. Let's talk about today's news and give me a call. All right. <laughs> a little impromptu introduction, a couple of seconds late. But anyway, uh, before I get into news stories, I want to make sure I encourage people because uh, we've got some stories coming up here uh, or a story coming up here that's relevant to the importance of being prepared according to what that means to you. And so the biggest thing is education, continue to learn on how to protect, provide for yourself because no one's coming to save you at the end of the day. When stuff hits the fan, it is you and whatever community you've built and the like. So I want to encourage you, fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD. If you, that link there will take you directly to this page here. As you guys can see, the emergency preparedness deals, opportunities for those who are interested in getting a hold of utensils needed, energy, food, water, you name it. And uh, it's always available for you guys. So definitely take advantage of it. If you're interested, that's fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD. The link is in the description to get more details. And of course, uh, you know, I've got opportunity though for those who are, as, who's interested. So, all right, uh, let me just get into the headline. So this is what caught my attention. So I've, I've been kind of behind the scenes, running, scrambling, trying to, you know, just, you know, just basically get more information on what's going on here. But as you guys can see here, um, this came out from Disclosed TV. Uh, just basically when we see when it came, it came out, uh, 8 26 PM. So literally once I saw this, I started trying to do things on the back end here. Cause I wasn't part of my, wasn't part of what I was bringing to the table tonight, but I'm like, Hey, this is important because there's a lot of things that can come from this and hopefully it's not negative. And, you know, I just got, I just not saying I got a funny feeling, but what better way to get a large amount of people, i.e. Jews and Christians together and, you know, for a unfortunate event to occur just to ripe grounds for something like that. But uh, curious to get you guys think. So here we go. Uh, March for Israel in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, tomorrow, is elevated to a seer one threat level by the De Department of Homeland Security. And so just to give you an idea, here's the different levels here. And it says a significant events with national and or international importance that require extensive federal interagency support. And so like this is a significant event that there will be a lot of law enforcement and the like. And as I was going through this um, little thread here, there was posted a, see, a lot of you know uncomfortable things being said here. And so somebody said, you know, this is propaganda. And then somebody else here says J6 set up coming. And so and what, what made me really think about this in a different way was that you know, our country has been flooded with only God knows who. And of course, those that are you know, on the on the payroll, I've seen more than enough video footage of foreigners coming in with prepaid debit cards. And so clearly they're being compensated for their time, energy and effort and everything in between and whatever else. So you got people who are literally looking for opportunity and you got a lot of people who are on a, on a payroll for whatever is planned on the line. So a lot of people say civil unrest, you know, uh, some type of UN, you know, super sales and terrorist super sales or whatever. Anyway, we don't know. We, you know, we don't know, God, if we'll be able to find out. But I'm just thinking like tomorrow, you know, you're going to have a large amount of people gathered together with good intentions, good intentions, because you have a lot of people, especially believers and people of the Jewish de you know, descent that are in support of Israel defending themselves, even though there's more to that story. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. And so it's one of the things where people with good intentions somehow, some way can always end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. And tomorrow, 
unfortunately, with all this stuff going on in the world, it just wouldn't be a surprise to me. And I'm assuming you guys as well, if there was some type of incident, you know what I'm saying? Like just what better way to get people together and to just cause chaos and pandemonium and use it for some type of trigger for something else. So who knows? But I don't want to, you know, sit up here and, you know, go, you know, complete fear, doom and gloom, but never let a good opportunity go to waste is how it's always played out for the people who's trying to control this narrative and everything else. So just keep that in mind. And I'm curious to get your thoughts. So what else is going on with that? So here we got, uh, let me get bring this on the screen right here. Bring this on the screen so you guys can see what I see here. It says National Guard to assist D.C. police at March for Israel, the mayor says. So literally, I wouldn't be surprised if you have law enforcement with good intentions there to protect and serve. But like always, and I think a lot about the January 6th, I remember the night before going on air talking about something didn't feel right. I'm like, it's a setup. It's unfortunate. You get a lot of Trump supporters there. It's it's a it's a clear cut pathway to infiltrate it with you know you know agents of all types of in, you know age agencies you know to cause havoc and of course it was stirred on by a lot of people who are there for the sole purpose of making this turn it into a national event like they did so it's good to say that there's going to be a lot of bad actors with badges on in that environment as well and something could pop off, you know, just keep it at that, man. But something, uh, cause definitely, you know, and yesterday, you know, just praying about this man, because this is something that, you know, just good intentions can always turn up going bad, but real quick here, it says on Monday, the national guard will be assisting local police at March for Israel scheduled for Tuesday at a press conference. Bauer said the DC metropolitan police will assist the national guard at some traffic points during the March of Israel, which she said is expected to have tens of thousands of people in attendance. She said that she was briefed on the demonstration and the officials will continue to monitor, yada, yada, yada. So once again, it says, Washington Post reported that according to a permit submitted to the National Park Service, the organizers are expecting 100,000 attendees to show up in support of Israel as it continues its month-long war with militant groups in Hamas. And that's what a point I want to get to in a, in a minute, because the next little clip I'm going to show you you know, it, I can, you know, it's, it's, I linked it. I actually uploaded it to my, to the rethinking dollar rumble because it's a very interesting full length, six minute clip that gives you a lot more detail as to what's really behind all of this activity. It has nothing to do with solely with the terrorist acts. It's a lot about the money, following the money and the energy, of course, but so they expect a hundred thousand people. So it's very concerning. Keep it moving. So this is my next point here. We talked about this before and a month into it now, a month plus into it, more information has come out. More people have had a chance to, you know, get a chance to digest what's really going on and get alternative perspectives on things. And so this clip here uh, is something that I shared on my Twitter. So if you want to see it right away, just go to rethinking a dollar, you'll see it. But it says here, uh, this is from going underground. And so this is a, a little news excerpt, six minutes long, but it's very detailed and the dollar signs involved with this, Israeli crusades, as I mentioned earlier, and it's all about natural gas and oil. And I think I saw something about the potential of $435 billion of untapped resources that is surrounding that Gaza area and off the coast. And Israel is basically laying, they're laying their, their, their claim on that region. And that's why this will go on until they probably finish the deal. So my point is, you got a lot of people who are really thinking that a lot of this is biblical in nature, where you have a lot of you know prophecies you know starting to come together, yada yada. But as I mentioned before, 
you have a lot of people who are trying to orchestrate this that have an agenda. And the agenda, of course, is to basically steal, kill, and destroy at all costs for energy and the resources. So I want to encourage you guys to take a minute to listen to this and um, you know, listen to it. It's very in-depth and very informative and gives you another another viewpoint as to what's going on. And so it says, uh, this the person said, why are we, why are the, why are the powerful U.S. and neocon colonial European countries all conspiring against 2.3 million people in Gaza to help Israel uh, ethnic, ethnically, that's, uh, cleanse Gaza and occupy it, ethnically cleanse Gaza and occupy it. The reasons are the same as every other colonial onslaught resources. Gaza, Palestine is rich in energy reserves. So, yeah. And uh, they put a lot of, you know, interesting facts together to, you know, back all that up. So I encourage you to check that out. And I'm actually going to put a link. Let me see. I'll, I'm going to put a link in the description. I was scrambling behind the scenes trying to put together uh, something concise and to the point. And so copy, let me, so I'm going to put this in the uh, chat real quick so you guys can see it. And I encourage you to, uh, you know, check it out. Let me see here. Let me grab, because uh, what I did, I took, I took the, uh, audio portion and put it in a readable form format so you guys could read it if you want. And then a video link is there too. So let me, uh, let me just put this in the chat real quick and then I'll move on. So yeah, something different today, running behind schedule and scrambling behind the scenes. So bear with me, feel free to throw some thoughts and ideas out there. So let me just set this up here all right so let me save it here so yeah so i'll put the link in the description real quick so you guys can go check it out if you guys want to okay so let's keep it moving let's keep it moving lots of other things to talk about uh let me get close some screens got too many windows open and as always man definitely looking forward to hearing your thoughts on things forgive me if i'm not responding because i'm trying to get everything uh situated okay so outside of the event tomorrow uh just more Development of what's happening on Main Street. And I thought this was interesting as well. So here we have the Louisville Ford workers reject labor deal indicating possible continuation of UA strikes. And so I haven't followed a strike game lately just because I know here in Detroit, everybody's back to work. They agreed upon terms, wasn't what they wanted, but they got something. But it looks like possible other states might not be. Uh, up to snuff yet, but it says despite UAW union uh, securing an tentative labor degree before in late October, there seems to be division regarding the contract's uh, ratification. And it says that it's indicated overnight vote by Ford employees in Louisville, Kentucky. It says about 2,200 plant workers voted yes and 2,800 voted no. So the vote was also revealed on Facebook. About 55% of the pop production workers voted against the new four-year contract, while 69 workers still voted for it. So it's going to be a little bit of a standoff down there. So in the meantime, it's a couple people, I'm sure, not working still. So uh, we'll see how this unfolds. But, um, yeah, just, you know, continuing to strike at the point where we're heading into very turbulent waters for the economy. You know, it's not ideal, but go get what you can, man, while you still can. So. Uh, what else is going on here? Okay. What we're talking about, just doing the best you can with what you can, being prepared, yada, yada. And so here's an interesting headline that caught my attention just because it's one of the things where you really can't plan for it. But then again, knowing that the orchestrators of all this, this craziness going on in the world, they're literally trying to cut off food, water, and energy. Like, you know, those three 
resources are necessities are necessities for life. And literally, it's all controlled by a very small few conglomerates. And even with that, they're trying to restrict us on what we can do there. And when it comes to water, you know, a couple of years ago, they commoditized water, meaning that it's like a publicly tradable asset to them. So eventually down the line, it's going to be manipulated. The price of it will be determined by a small few. And the way they would rather have it is like, you know, you get a you get a cup of water. It's going to cost you. You have to do a lot of things to get a cup of clean, fresh water. That's how sick these people are. So this is just something to pay attention to. So I'll thumb through this real quick. And it's really been on my mind. And I, you know, for those who tune in Friday when I was talking with Mario, you know, I'm always looking for new ways to, you know, position myself and my family. So I'm always looking for, you know, deals on everything. And so I came across some very interesting things that uh, help out in this department here. But, it's, you know, quite expensive, though, but they're well worth it. But anyway, it says Latin America is running out of water real quick. It says a traffic. Through the Panama Canal is nearly half capacity these days. Normally, 40 ships take the world's greatest uh, shortcut through the locks each day. Last week, canal to reduce daily passage to 25. So ships ain't going. Water level is extremely low. And, of course, it's impacting people on the mainland. It says uh, more worrying still, however, is the fact that Panama is not only the Latin American country currently facing water scarcity. It says to the contrary, the entire region is in the grips of a dry spell, a historic drought. So think about the think about this. Think about just this weather. You know, and once again, I you know, we can go conspiratorial, we can go conspiracy facts, whatever you guys want to choose. But with all these ab not yeah, all these abnormal occurrences with the weather, some people got different, you know, you know, whatever cycle, the sun, the moon, the stars, whatever. Okay, but don't forget weather manipulation and the fact they have the technology to do whatever they want whenever they want. I'm sure we can all probably agree on that. Okay, so we have some areas where it gets flooded with water. Then we got some areas where this is just a drought. While in, what was it? Uh, I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan, a clip, and they were saying, and I think it's in a UAE, like literally the, the, the prince, the king, or whoever is the head ruler, he literally pays to have it rain once a week in the country for 52 weeks. And over here, over here on the West, you know, that's not something you actually are, we're, we hear about often is that, you know, they got the tools to, to shoot up particles in the sky to cause it to rain over entire city and country down there every week. So they can pay for rain over there. But in Latin America right now, they got a drought. And of course, they can't pay for rain because where the funds going to come from. So you see how, you know, things aren't what they seem on the surface. But real quick, it says here uh, with record uh, with with a record. 3,800 fires ripping through the state of the uh, Amazonas this month with uh, with their river highway drained. Uh, it says uh, riverine communities face emergency level shortages in food, medicine, and drinking water, while endangered river dolphins and other species are dying in mass. It says, meanwhile, farmers from Dominican Republic to Argentina are reporting millions of dollars in crop losses. The Dominican Republic still is border with a with Haiti over a water dispute, Mexico City is ratcheting water due to reservoirs at historic level, low levels at the end of whatever. So here we got Central America, all the way down to South America right now. Summer's about to start, and the lower we go below the equator, summer's starting, and they got a drought. That's millions of people right now that will be impacted. So just think about it. And this is what this is how this is how I love not love, but this is how you know I man I, I stay dialed into to world events because I always think about 
What if I was in their shoes? How would I react? How would I respond? I'm thinking like, okay, knowing that they're under the same tyrannical government style policies that I am here and knowing that they, their country leaders probably all signed up for World Economic Forum's, you know, build back better policies and knowing that Bill Gates, you know, is down there doing damage as well. I'm thinking like, mm, so let me see what, you know, what can I do on my own to minimize, you know, so you can't stop. But how can you minimize the impact of events like this? And so that's why I always preach, do what you can when you can. Education is key, but then you got to take some action, small steps according to what you can afford and everything else. So a little side rant there, but it's just these stories here that always touch home for me that lets me know that, man, hey, every moment that you are, everything is functioning properly in your life, you're blessed. You're blessed. Never count, never discount your blessings, no matter how big or how small they are, because other, other people in other places suffering big time. Okay. And so let me see. Okay. So let me share something else. I meant to do this, but as I mentioned, I was scrambling earlier, but this is another event, man, that it, it, you know, it, it, you know, it hits home for me as well. Let me just real quick. I'm going to stop ranting a little bit, but I actually shared, let me, I actually shared, uh, I shared a little video clip earlier on Instagram. Oh, and I'm sorry, on Telegram. So if you're not a part of the RTD Telegram, go sign up so you can stay up to date. And so let me let me see here. Um, real quick. So this is something. Oh, dang, I can't even show it. Um, this is another event. If they let me show it, which they probably won't. Shoot. Give me one second. I am... Um, not as prepared as I would like to be, but then again, this is what a real live talk show is like. Okay, so let me just share this with you, man, because this is another little event that kind of touches home for me a little bit. Okay, so as you guys will see here, talking about weather, preparedness, things you can't prepare for, but then things happen. So Iceland, you know, I'm just gonna be real quick. Iceland, man, this is you know, Iceland is I, so I lived there for almost a year and a half, two years. And this city here, Grindavik, you know, it's about 20 minutes from the airport, 20 minutes outside of Reykjavik, the capital. And so beautiful city, great people. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just unfortunate. But then again, it's an island and it's a volcano at that. So it's, you know, it's, it's subject to happen. But then again, over the weekend, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys paid attention to this, but over the weekend, I think on Saturday or Friday, they had four. 1,500 earthquakes in this region, the Grindavik region. So when I saw that, I'm thinking like, that's just no way that that event, you know, is it did a buildup of a lot of earthquakes, but to have 1,400 in a 24 to 48 hour time frame, little small tremors, but all that smallness in the air, you should see the heat map, all that smallness adds up. And here you got a city right now that's evacuated. So they evacuated the entire city. It's about, you know, 30, let me see, it's about 3,800. And so, and the video I shared earlier, so the video I shared, so, so, okay, so here's a little map. Let me see if I can zoom in. So here's the city on right here. And then you got the capital right here and the airport, Kaflovic is right here on the coast, the left, if you guys can see that. So it's like literally right off the coast. And 
it's an it's a, they have a, a hot geothermal bed in the city called the Blue Lagoon, which is a, like a national attraction. You know, it's just a, just a, you know beautiful, man, beautiful. But anyway, point in case is thirty eight hundred people evacuated, and now what's caught my attention today? They got video footage of like the city starting to crack. So large cracks are going throughout the city, and the smoke is coming up. So to, long story short, you know, it's about to blow. And it's not going to just be an isolated event. But then again, another na another natural or unnatural event taking place right now. Tragedy, stuff you can't really prepare for. Imagine, and it's another thing. Imagine, you know, doing everything you can, being responsible, your house paid for, you know, your life, everything's good. You got all your food, your ira, your gold, your silver, and then the ground underneath you gives way and hot lava comes up to where you're like, now you're scrambling, trying to figure out how you're going to provide and where you're going to go to and just, you know, life events. Okay. That was a little side note. There. That was a little something extra. Okay. But I, okay. 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 Then here's another event. <laughs> these are just, these are natural or unnatural occurrences in life that some people are experiencing, but you know, put yourself in their shoes. What would you do? How would you think? You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, you better be praying, be praying. Cause you know, it's, yeah. Solar superstorm may shut down internet for months. Scientist warns. And so, of course, a lot of people, uh, I think TB talking about the, the sun flares and things like that. And, you know, a lot of things that I don't dive into. But once again, I think this was shared in Telegram on RTD community page. So I'm like, let me jump on this and just put it out there because if the Internet goes down, you know, they say it's going to be a couple months before it come back up. And, I, and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it's going to disrupt our lives if that was to be the case. So, yeah, I'm not going to go too deep. OK, so here's another interesting topic. We're going to be hearing more about this because it's happening. Something is happening this week. Congress has five days to avert a shutdown. And we've been talking about shutdowns forever. It's always a last minute thing. Something gets passed. It's going to be another short term bill. But uh, it says under current congressional funding authorization, the government is set to go and shut down on November 17th, which should be what? November 17th is Friday. Yeah. So. It says when lawmakers return to the Capitol on November 13th, they'll only have four days until it's deadline. So our, our politicians, man, our government is so damn uh, useless. They, man, them people, man, oh, my goodness. I'm, I was, yeah, it's just, man, these people, man, they live in a whole different reality. They don't know nothing about what's happening with, with your average person. So anyway, anyway, they got a lot of stuff they got to figure out. And of course, they don't kick the can, but it's not the ideal time to be having issues with the government and needing to continuously borrow when you're getting downgraded. You know what I'm saying? And then the next article here says U.S. Treasuries are not safe. <laughs> it says warning issued after Moody's downgrades Biden rating to negative. It's funny how they put Biden. And as I always say, every president put it on what we about to experience. So anyway, yeah. So it's funny that, you know, they just say U.S. Treasuries are not safe. Right. Everybody's getting out of Dodge. And the truth is, who's buying them? U.S. citizens are buying them. I got a little sh video short I'm putting together right now. So just something worth listening to. OK, what else we got here? And is another way to never let a crisis go to waste. Why not make money off of it? Cyber catastrophe bonds gain traction among investors as hack attacks soar. So here we got the product. They, they're creating a financial product off the threat of cyber attacks. So not only are they somehow some way involved with a lot of these entities that cause all these attacks, they do it deliberately on vulnerable companies and the technology they probably have. They meaning 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lot of, you know, government agencies and they're they, they've been spending millions and billions and trillions of un, unknown funds. It's good to say they've been funding a lot of things that are probably for things such as this. But, you know, the cyber polygon event, you know, it's that, that's a whole that's a that's an entire government structure headed by the World Economic Forum to try to just create a cyber ha havoc on a world. And what better way to cause a problem and then come in with a solution to make money off of it other than create a commoditized product in the form of a bond. So it says here, a leading European and U.S. specialist insurer issued the market's first cyber catastrophe bond earlier this year. The insurer is now considering issuing a new cyber cat bond valued at $100 million, as reported by that or whatever. It says a research focus and insurance links, whatever. It says similarly, the access capital is ready in a 75 cyber bond. Cat bonds transfer difficult to insure risk for major corporations to capital market investors for high yield returns that have traditionally focused on natural disasters like hurricanes and, and floods. So all the things that happen naturally for companies that you know are are exposed to extreme risk. Most insurers won't cover those companies because of their international, you know, widespread operations. So they'll create a bond, put you give them funds, and more than likely this stuff is set up to where they'll never actually pay out. But then again, in the short term, they can earn interest off these because people will buy into these things to get yield. So another product that will be beneficial at first for those who get in first, but a problem for those at the very end who can't get out or get paid when stuff hit the fan because it's going to hit the fan. But the point in case is turn a crisis into some way to make money. Same thing was happening in Israel and Gaza. All about the bread. Okay. And so I'm sure everybody heard about the AI pen by now. Humane's AI pen is the $1,097.95 wearable device challenging smartphone. So I won't go too much in this, but it's a lot of videos out there. A little small device you wear on you, shine a light on your phone. You talk to it. It translates. It does everything a phone could do plus some. It's like a computer on your chest. And the first thing I saw that is, I don't think I'll need one of those. I don't need one because not only as I always been, I never been so excited about having a cell phone, but it's become essential for life due to connect connectivity and everything else, but not to get a little carried away. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're, 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 deliberately for your surveillance outside of your phone. You're going to wear the damn thing and you're going to put it on your chest and you know they got cameras they can see everything. So literally, they got the ring systems on everybody door around the country. That's eyes and ears. They got police now wearing the damn surveillance things to catch everything. You got cameras every you know, a quarter of a mile on the freeway. So it's like, man, like this is all geared towards that surveillance state that they're building towards and then they have... They have the they create it as a consumable product that people are excited to pay for. So people are paying for their surveillance even more. So I'll pass on this, but you know, it could be I'm sure a lot of people are gonna have it. The kid the, it's all about the younger generation. They're gonna have it. So the younger generation is gonna use it and it'll be everywhere just like the ring doorbell. Anyway, uh keep it moving. Okay, so that's it, man. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's it. I ain't gonna bore you no more. But in the meantime, let's get the phone lines open. I went over a lot of things today, man, and uh, I want to make sure that I give everybody a chance to let their voice be heard. So if you want to, uh, let's talk, man. Let's talk and see where it takes us. Uh, the, the greater the conversation, the longer we stay on, folks. So give me something to work with and uh, let's make it worth everybody's time here. Let me get my phone open. Definitely want to hear thoughts on 
anything. We touched on a lot of things. And, I, I, you know, for my believers out there, for my believers out there, I think definitely, you know, tomorrow, Tuesday, March of Israel, March on March for Israel in D.C., let's just pray that God's hand of protection is over the people who's going and that nothing uh, bad comes about. And all the uh, information I shared tonight was just an over-exaggerated rant. That's what I hope and pray for. Because I don't want to be right. That's one thing I don't. I don't want to be right. Um, let me uh, real quick also, for those who are interested, uh, let me shoot. Let me, man, man, man. Always scrambling. Your boy stay scrambling. Uh, I am getting some calls. Give me one second. Uh, let me see. Let me, let me, let me, let me close this. Uh, all right. Let me, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm going to get you on here. Uh, let me get you on here. Ooh, ooh. All right. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. Uh, Bill from North Dakota. How you doing? Phil from North Dakota. Doing fine, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? Give me something. A lot. So I've been wanting to ask you this question for three weeks, so I hope you don't uh, 86 this question. So uh, you do the live talk, Mike. So I'm, I've been following you for like three years. No, no cap. Okay. As the youngins would say. Appreciate you. <laughs> so when live chat would come on, yeah, man. So when live chat would come on, man, we would get like, I don't know, like I would say at least four to six callers. Mm-hmm. And now it's more like, it's more like Mike live for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And then we get like one, two callers. Yeah. So I don't know if you're being pressured or, or what, but oh. you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. If you know, I, I can tell you straight up. I can tell you. And you'll get like a rumble a situation going on where we can be more free about what we talk about. And I, I feel like, you know, stop, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like maybe it's shortening it due to the controversial topics, uh, due to censorship, or maybe you're just being, maybe you're being pressured now because you're being monetized. But these are some questions I've been wanting. That's fair. That's fair. I hear you. It looks like we got disconnected there, but no. So uh, the reason I decided, decided to dial back. Oh, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so yeah, so the reason I decided to dial back was because, you know, I, I noticed that the algorithms, as I mentioned before, month ago, years ago, you know, the closer we get into chaotic time frames, the algorithm won't be as favorable. And so it's going to be more so like, you know, will I even be reaching people at this current moment? And so on the back end of everything, A, I'm not reaching people no more. And then the people who want to be reached, they're not being contacted. And then the monetization side of things also is Im- impactful because to put time and research and study and everything like that and to come on live and try to give my best and to not be fully you know, rewarded for my efforts is like, OK, it's kind of discouraging. At least I'm like, let me just do the best I can to make sure I connect with my, 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 my main people who show up all the time. And then I'll dial back, try to get as much as I can in, in a shorter time frame. Because even on the replays, a lot of people aren't even, you know, getting notified or don't even see it in their feed anymore. And people are being unsubscribed without, you know, even even knowing about it. So it's like I'm fighting against a monster. So it's like, oh, I'm not quitting, but I'm not going to put as much energy as I used to. Because when the channel was smaller, I reached more people. So that's kind of why I dial back some. <laughs> I agree with you. And, and one last thing before I let you go. Somebody yeah. else talk. I want to see more from you. I want to see more street Mike where you go out and talk to people in the streets instead of just Mario and Mike. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, want, I don't want you to just be in your head and you think, cause you, 
because we've been following you for a long time, and it's not about our voices being heard, because mm. really what you provided for us is a think tank. Mm. Okay. Well, hey, that, that, that's and some that's, good feedback there. I appreciate that. All right. But what now, what now it's more like is what Mike thinks. To okay. some degree, I'm not trying to give you. I'm not trying. Yeah, right. I'm not trying to. I'm not like because I still subscribe. I'm still your fan. Appreciate you, man. But I do want to see you doing more, more out in the streets, talking to people, like doing more interviews, right? Do <laughs> do just a little bit more, like on that sense, because because really, it's not like you're our eye in the sky, but but you bring a different perspective that's not necessarily biased, but you bring more information to the ill-informed okay. than the the average Joe, you know. Well, hey, appreciate you, man. And that, those words of advice will be heeded. So I thank you for calling and sharing your input, man. Thank you. I appreciate that for real. Thank you. Man, you're doing good, man. Thank you, my friend. Be good. Oh, okay. That's, hey, that's some good feedback, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Definitely 100. Um, yeah. So, you know, and also like, so, so I've been trying to, you know, upload more, you know, little short clips or whatnot, things that actually have a chance of reaching people. And, you know, the production for those are a lot easier because I can just take an article, put a spin on it, share it, and then it goes where it has to go. Well, I don't have to prepare as much. It's just, you know, I can share my thoughts off the top of my head and be good. And so doing so, definitely, if you haven't subscribed to Rethinking on Rumble, because eventually uh, they're working on some software stuff. I'm going to be streaming on both in real time, and I'll probably end up at the 30-minute mark or so, cut off YouTube and then go on Rumble, go on Rumble to finish up. And then open up to we can talk about whatever because over there, you know, algorithms you know are a lot more favorable, a lot more favorable. I've been getting like you know a, a way more views on Rumble than here. So, but anyway, it's a give or take. I do the best I can to, to try to stay plugged in. And forgive me for ranting. I'm forgetting. Uh, I got calls. Give me one second. I'm gonna get you on here. Uh, uh, shoot. Give me one second here. That's when you got, I don't have a, I don't have call waiting on this phone here. Uh, hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Hello? Hey, how you doing? What's your name? We calling from? What's up, man? Calling, calling from New York, man. I really love this show. Wanted to say, man, I really appreciate you uh, keeping the people woke. And I just have a uh, a request, maybe, because um, you always do go into detail and go into depth, man. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to know, um, as far as the gold and silver is concerned, mm -hmm. Do you honestly think that uh, if there was an economic crash, because, you know, I, I hear this build back better agenda mm -hmm. and uh, this push for, for this globalism, do you think if there was an actual collapse and we were being forced to digital currency that there would be a market in which you can use, you know, the physical uh, value of gold and whatnot to buy and purchase like regular everyday items such as you know, food and whatnot, because I feel as if if the government really wants to uh, crack down mm -hmm. on uh, descendants and people that aren't going to, you know, comply with this new, new system and mm -hmm. all this AI and, you know, like, like say, for example, another, another, uh, another planned, planned demic and uh, people, you know, they're, they're not going to have nowhere to go. You know, nobody knows how to fish and farm and, and uh, live in the wilderness. So, they're going to have to end up running back to the government. And what I honestly think is going to happen is even those that have gold and whatnot, mm -hmm. I feel like they're still going to have to have somebody on the inside that's going to be connected to the system in order to get certain things that 
they wouldn't be able to get right. uh, with just gold, you know, because it's it's different forms of it, you know. There's the bars, there's this and that, you know. So I just I kind of wanted to know your thoughts on how exactly you'd go about using that in, okay. a, in a practical, you know, everyday, day to day basis, you know. Right. Good point. Good point. So real quick, off the top of my head, um, you know, if things get as bad as some projected to get, then, you know, using gold and silver won't be ideal, of course, just because you won't be able to actually understand the true value of it. And to transact hand to hand, more than likely, you're not going to be able to get full value for an ounce of whatever, because we may not, may not understand what an ounce is, because gold especially will have too much value. Silver could have just as much value in a worst case scenario. So that's why it's always good to have fractional, like, you know, one gram type thing. So one gram gold, one gram silver, easier weight to move, they still can, compare, can carry a punch if need be. But more importantly, it's going to be good to barter with actual real items and skills. So like, you know, there'll be things around your house that you may not use, but somebody else could use it. That's an, inter that's an interchange of goods and service right there for whatever you might need. So anything can be used as a currency when things hit the fan to where you may not even want to use your gold and silver just because people in your area might right away may not recognize it or want it or whatever. So you know, a can of beans, a cigars, a, a bottle of Jack Daniels might might be something that you can get go a long way. So, but that's an extreme scenario. So, um, I just think you know it's good to just have have preparedness items, like you know anything to do with anything that holds anything that has a shelf life in, in a healthy sense, and anything that somebody else can see value in could be of use to anybody. So, but the gold and silver, of course, for, is more so for the rebuilding side of things down the line. So I, I personally, in an ideal world, wouldn't want to touch anything of that nature just because, you know, you, you still be losing out in comparison to uh, what you can probably buy during the rebuilding phase if things go completely kaput. So that's kind of my two cents off the top of my head. So, All right, right, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, go ahead. One last question. Do you think that if there were another pandemic that one people would um, I wouldn't say tell on each other, but make it known who's not complying. I remember the the um, vaccinated used to say, "Oh, if you're unvaxxed, you're this or you're that, or you're not, you know, going right. line." Right. Do you think that if there was a crackdown or like gun control and you got you know red and blue states, uh, that it'll be like how now it's two sides to this this war, you know, and and mm -hmm. some people are going to go after the others that want to stand up for themselves. And they might even they might even uh, report others, you know. Yeah. So oh, I definitely. To, like, you know, are you gonna have to cut somebody else? Yeah. So, so, and so, as you're saying that, what thing comes to mind? You know, uh, in the word of God, the other day, biblically speaking, they were saying like, you know, during, you know, the the end times, i.e., I'm assuming the tribulation time frame, that you know everybody's gonna be turning against everybody. You know, brother, mother against son, brother against who, father against kid. I mean, it's, it, it, in that environment. There's, there will be no loyalty because everybody's going to be so conscious and concerned with their own well-being that the chance of you finding people that are loyal outside of your closest immediate circle will probably be rare. So people will rat and snitch on anybody, you know, for a cup of water. It's clean water if it comes down. So if you ain't got no water, no food for your kids, you're going to snitch with a smile on your face you know what I'm in, an, in a, an extreme environment. So <laughs> anything is possible if stuff get that bad. But I'm just praying it doesn't. But who knows? But hey, man, I appreciate you calling, though. Let me get some more calls in, though. But thanks for the, thanks for the questions. Good questions, though. Very good questions. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. Man, that's just, you know, a lot of good questions, man. A lot of good questions. Phone lines are open. I missed a lot of calls. Forgive me. Uh, let me let me go back here to my man's, uh, Mr. Vince. Give me one second here. 
software acting up on me. Let me uh, let me get rid of this one here. Uh, man, there you go. Uh, it says a lot of anti antichrist areas uh, of the world are being struck: Dubai, Turkey, Iceland, Palestine, Israel, Russia, China flooding. Uh, the inner cities of the U.S. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just you know, very interesting time to say the least. And on a little, on a side note here, I shared. Um, let me. Uh, I follow a. I, I follow because I. I, you know, I'm just a, I love learning. So I love, uh, I spend more time scrolling the airwaves for a variety of subjects just because they excite me to learn. That's how I stay plugged in. So anyway, I love watching variety of sermons from anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I can, I can tell if they're anointed within the first couple minutes or if there's just hot fluff. And so here's a sermon that I listened to. Uh, let me put it on the screen real quick. So here's a sermon. I, you know, I, I recommend uh, Pastor Nolan. He's uh, he's he's pretty solid with his. So I share this in the community. It says, "When will Jesus come back?" Jesus and the End Times Bible Study. Pastor Alan Nolan, and so he's from Cornerstone Fellowship. One hundred seventy-six thousand. My man is he's he's knowledgeable. His passion is to preach, teach the word. He does a good job. Anyway, so I was watching this last night, and I've watched I watched his whole eschatology series. I've watched every video he's done. So from that, I learned a lot. Anyway. He was talking about the sixth seal in the revelations when the sixth seal is opened up and the things that come as a result of that. And he was talking about just the natural disasters that will take place and the volcanoes erupting, the tectonic plates shifting and imploding, every island being swallowed up. And I thought of Iceland being swallowed up. I thought of Hawaii being swallowed up. So, you know, there's going to be a, a unimaginable amount of natural occurrences that will just millions billions will die you know what i'm saying like it's it's a part of the judgment phase for this particular realm to bring everything into conclusion for the get ready for the millennial reign of christ which is what every believer should be more than excited about because we draw closer to it every day because uh, yeah okay i can go on anyway so point in case is in response to you know what vince said about all these regions and how things are picking up and they are picking up some man-made and according to the script that they're trying to accomplish, but there will be natural occurrences that take place that, you know, man, like, you know, I just, I just wouldn't want to be around when they go down. That's just me. Okay. Ran too much. Let me get you on here, man. I apologize. I need uh, someone to help me with the phone lines. Anyway, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? No blood pressure, corporate script. How's it going, Mike? LBP, I'm doing better now that I'm talking to you. What's going on? <laughs> hey, that's good, Mike. That's good. <laughs> Mike, look, look, look. Yeah. Uh, this inflation, you know, the, the, not, you know, the printing. I'm talking about the, the, the fake, you know, definition of inflation. The yeah. price is going up? Yeah. Okay, you remember as a kid, like the Toys R Us catalog and all the kids looking at it, circling, I want this, I want this. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah, do I, man. I used to wear that. I used to wear that to catalog out all year. Go ahead. Okay, look. Let me take it out. Like, they don't have Toys R Us anymore. Now they got Amazon and Walmart and, you know. Mm -hmm. But check this out, Mike. There's no prices, Mike. The, all those two books, mm -hmm. not one price. Oh. Some kind of a QR code, a reference code, or 
or description. Yeah. And you're supposed to go online to look. That's how much the inflation is. Like they don't even put prices in those books anymore. <laughs> I see. Like, yeah, I, I haven't looked in a book in a long time. But yeah, so that's another thing. Like I know they still send catalogs, like the big thick boys, just because you know a lot of those stores going out of business. So I'm assuming everything is an email now. You know, you get email and little pamphlets in the mail. But my, my those little kids in ten circle, you know, the, the email. You know, they yeah, yeah, yeah. The computer, right? Now they get a circle. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it, it's um. And so this, this upcoming holiday season, Christmas season, you know, like Black Friday deals. I'm already looking and seeing all types of stuff, and they're like, you know, just be patient because the Black Friday Black Friday sales will not be as good as they have been in the past because you know, people don't have discretionary income. All the stimulus checks is gone, and the credit cards is maxed out for some. So you know, give it a little time because they might have another sale, and they, they, they'll use it as like you know they're gonna lie to us and say. You know the volume was so high. You know the profits were so great. We got to do it again. You know, damn what they line. They just got to keep the sales going because nobody's showing up like that. So yeah, so just be patient because there's going to be a lot of things on sale for years to come. So. <laughs> well, right now, my last year, I got a bunch of kilo bars from SD Bullion for seven. I think I paid seven hundred and thirty-six dollars. Getting your weight up, <laughs> man. You are like, you know, you are. Yeah, I would probably say, out of everybody in the community, you are probably most um, enthusiastic out of everybody of leveraging the debt system to get your weight up. So, you know, it's, it's just your, your system obviously works good for you. And I'm assuming a lot of other people who've heard you throughout the years have probably done the same thing. So, <laughs> Uh, that's uh, the LBP way. Go. Well, yeah, when this all goes down, Mike, nobody's going to pay nothing back, Mike. If the bank, the government can't even pay debts. You think we're going to be, you, you think when, when the, the elderly stop getting social security, you think they're going to care about the credit card payments? <laughs> right? I, 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 I hope it's that simple because they're going to get, they, they going to get, they're going to get their slice of the pie somehow. I can give you a couple of ways they're going to get it, but I'll, I ain't going to rain on your parade, man. But, hey, I appreciate you calling. <laughs> be good. Yeah, be good. Be good. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of energy tonight, man. But, um, yeah, that's all she wrote, man. I'm going to dial back. Uh, went longer than anticipated. But for the people who called in, I appreciate your feedback and input. And uh, definitely, I'll do the best I can. And so for those who want to support Beyond your presence, feel free to support monetarily. Anything helps because it's also an incentive to stay on the grind. You know what I'm saying? If I'm being rewarded for my time. And so if you guys want to, Patreon is an opportunity to, to become a member or uh, you can one time donate or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Anything to help for those who find value in what we're doing here. So links are in the description. And other than that, people, um, yeah, this just, for, as I mentioned, for all my believers, man, you know, we should always be praying and praising, but uh, definitely let's consider what could be moving forward. It's going to be a lot of um, deliberate events and attacks, a.k.a. persecution of believers of truth. So anyway, I saw you for tonight, man. I'm not going to rant no more. I'm not going to waste your time. I want to, you know, since it's getting late, depending where you're at, but appreciate you guys. If you haven't already hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. That definitely helps. And also if you find value, Share the video, invite some people to the community and uh, let's uh, have them join us so we can all hang out a little bit. But all right, my good people, I will see you guys tomorrow.